What up? It's your boy Jared the Great. You back, tuned in, and locked in to a brand new episode of Just Jerry. Uh, man, I missed y'all. I missed this. I missed um, doing an intimate episode like this of Just Jerry. Um, I know last week I gave y'all an interview, uh, exclusive interview last Wednesday featuring Sym- Symphony Thompson. Uh, she is a moderator from Comedy Hype. It was a dope interview. If you haven't checked that out, please go and listen to that interview. It's called Not Going Over There and Play. Um, right here where you're listening to this one. I was in Atlanta filming, and that's why I I, uh, I had to release a Just Jerry episode. I wanted to, uh, uh, the interview, I wanted to do a, a Just Jerry episode while I was up there. And I had plans and intentions to. However, comma, we... We being me and Bobby, but I filmed seven episodes or seven, seven different shows. Rather, let me say that because three of those shows were filmed dignified delinquent style with uh, three people. And then four of those were ended up being one on one interviews with some pretty dope people. Uh, there was a, like scheduling and, and things kind of kind of threw it off, but it, it ended up working out because I got to have some great one on one conversations with some really great people. Um, Symphony Thompson being one of those people and <clears throat> my guy Rodney Perry uh, being another one of those people and, and everybody else too who, who came through. But I just wanted to throw those names out there just because those interviews felt exclusive to me. Uh, I was able to talk with the great Rodney Perry for like an hour and he has some really great, crazy stories. So that's, those are going to drop soon. Y'all know, uh, there'll be an episode, uh, with Breland, my line brother Breland, who came and did, um, who Breland said and did three episodes of the dignified Lincolns with me. So <clears throat> It was cool, man. It was it was a crazy week. I don't think I did it just Jerry since the week of the Beyonce concert. So if you didn't know, went to Beyonce, Blue Ivy did show up, enjoyed that. Then that next week, that that same day, rather, I did Beyonce. Um, I had to go to Orlando like at seven thirty that morning. We had to leave our house at seven thirty so I can get to Orlando to do my guy's show, uh, the Lowdown with James Yon. He does his show out of Orlando, so. Went there, did his show, did a 14-minute segment on his show, my second time doing that one. It was fantastic. Um, really great guy. Shout out to James John and Tight Mike. Shout to Tampa. Went to Beyonce. And somewhere in between that, went to Beyonce on that Wednesday, came back on Thursday, got packed to go to Atlanta on Monday, went to Atlanta on Monday, uh, shot in Atlanta on Monday and two somewhere in between that I got sick. <laughs> somewhere in between that I got I my voice my voice started to go on Tuesday morning. Uh, I thought it was just allergies. I'm almost certain that it was probably just a common cold. But my wife says that she think I had COVID, and uh. She took a COVID test, um, so she has the vid. And, and or is that information that you can just share with people? She got she got that shit. <laughs> I took a COVID. <laughs> I took a COVID test. You can hear in the background. I took a COVID test, and I do not have COVID. So she's in the guest room. I'm trying to just you know stay away in the event that I didn't have the shit and she had it and then she give me the shit because then how we gonna go out of town to Dubai that's you know (laughs) that's the issue here but if I did have it because I I I don't think that I had COVID I should have took a I could have took a test sooner um but if I did if I did I apologize to anybody who's now probably sick because they were around me. I got some people I need to. <laughs> you got to call people like. <laughs> so have you? Who have you slept with? We need you to make those calls. Okay, I was. Uh, ooh, the key. You got this. Like it's like one of them calls. You okay? You got to make. So, um, but no, man. So it's it's been a, it's been a pretty pretty busy week for me. Um, excited though, man. I'm excited. I I gotta say though. In the midst of my excitement, there is a lot going on in the Sunshine State. Like, 
the Sunshine State is not is not so bright right now. I believe it's the right words that I would use. Um, I don't know. I think so. Let's see what's going on in Florida. So obviously, uh, we have a hurricane coming. Hurricane Idalia. Idalia sound like somebody old ass auntie that don't play. The Hurricane Idalia. Hurricane Idalia's coming. Um, so people are, you know, preparing for that. I, I've been in Florida for 30 years. I've been in Florida for 30 years. I've lived here for 30 years. Damn there. I'm almost 30 years old. I will say, and I, I told my wife this, if you watch the news, cause some people are constantly on the news and the news, if you, if you sit there and you watch too much of anything, it's going to scare you. The news is going to scare you. I have a remedy of how I can, I can tell if a hurricane is serious or not. Right. I, I've been here for 30 years. This is proving me right every time. This is how you can tell. So if you if you were implant to Florida, you ain't really from here. This is how you can tell if shit is serious or not. OK. A lot of people will tell you that if Waffle House closes, you need to leave, evacuate because the hurricane is serious. I don't believe that. Waffle House is a chain restaurant. Now they're gonna be open later. They're gonna stay open later than all other restaurants. If all else fails, all else fails, go to Waffle House. But Waffle House could close. And that's not a sign that you should pack up and go. My 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 methodology, my thought is if the Chinese restaurants close, and I ain't talking about no chain like Panda Express. I'm talking about hot walk, walk and roll, walk and walk, chance, the one where you can go in there before four o'clock and get a six ninety nine special. Talking about sweet and sour chicken with the sauce, shrimp fried rice, egg roll on the side, and a soda. You get all that for seven twenty two. That restaurant where they cook, they fry the egg rolls in the same grease that they fry the chicken in. Those Chinese restaurants, if they close. Take your ass home and get some sandbags. The shit is getting real. <laughs> shit, it's about to go down. Cause they don't ever fucking close. So if you if you in Florida and hot walk is boarding their windows up, you take your ass on home and board your shit up. That, that is my true and tried method. It has not failed me yet. <laughs> it has not failed me. No, but seriously, um, this episode comes out on Wednesday, so if you're in Florida and you're in the path of the hurricane, hopefully this is entertaining you. Hopefully you ain't lose no power. Hopefully this is, you know, this is something that you can listen to. Uh, if you're not in Florida, please pray for Florida because uh, you never know what a hurricane, especially those um, those who are living on the co- on the coast in those coastal cities like Destin, Florida and Pensacola up there and Tampa and uh, even Jack's Beach and Palm Coast, Flagler Beach, all those coastal cities, Daytona Beach, um, you know, that they 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 don't always seem to get a break. Um, so that's 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 Florida. Uh, we also in Florida, we have a um, man. This one, this one was crazy because my niece goes to Edward Waters University and Y'all, if you follow me, you follow the Dignified Delinquents. I've talked about it. Even on the last episode that I did of this show, I talked about us moving her in. So if you've been watching the news, we had a mass a mass murderer, uh, uh, a hate crime, a racist crime. I'm going to call a thing a thing. We had that happen here in Jacksonville, right down the street, literally uh, less than a quarter of a mile from where my niece goes to school. The crazy part is he was on the campus, on their campus, uh, changing into his ballistic gear. The impl- the implication being that he may have been preparing to target college students at the school that my niece go to, which would have been tragic. It's tragic what happened, but it it, it, it could have been a lot worse. Um, the crazy part is, so my niece, she, she FaceTimed me that day and she was like, uncle, we on lockdown. And <laughs> I know, I know where her school is at. Hell, I, I know where my college was at. So if, you know, 
that's that's not rare for a school to go on lockdown. Um especially, you know, given what it's locked down for, it was a shooting nearby lockdown. So when she told me there was a shooting nearby, I wasn't tripping. I was like, Oh, that sounds, you know, that sounds typical. There's a shooting nearby. They didn't want to, they want to make sure that they want to catch the person who's doing the shooting. They don't want the students walking around in case a person comes on campus. Yeah. Lock the campus down. So she was in her room and I didn't know the severity of it until maybe an hour and a half later once some of the stories started to leak and then she called me she was like yeah they said he was on the campus and then she sent me videos before the news had the videos so uh i i hurried up and went to hell and got her like come on yeah but let me hurry up and go in there and get you take you go get some pizza let's get you because it was it was a crime scene all day but i will say man um the governor of florida Ron DeSantis, who's running for president came to jacksonville where he has spewed some of the most hateful and racist and asinine rhetoric that I've ever heard in this city. He then came back to this city as an effect of, of what I believe to be some of the same rhetoric and hatred that he had spewed a 20 something white supremacist, white whatever he was a white racist went and killed three black innocent people at dollar general you can look at the details for yourself and he came to the city where he spewed some of that rhetoric and in my opinion didn't do anything to address it. i mean he said he gonna give money to the university he pledged a million dollars and he also pledged a hundred thousand dollars to the victims families but you call a thing a thing Call call him a racist. Call him uh call it a hate crime. Call it call him a white supremacist. Like call call it what it is. But he don't want to use the words like racist and white supremacy because those don't align with his base. He ain't gonna poll too well if he used those words. So he has to he he know what the fuck he's doing and what he's saying. So he was surprised when he got booed here in Jacksonville, Florida. He was looking around like and and I'ma say this. There was a councilwoman by the name of Jacoby Pittman who she's been on CNN. She's been here, here lately. I believe that, that that is her district that she represents. Uh, she was the one who grabbed the microphone and told the crowd that racism of uh, a bullet doesn't have a political party, uh, loosely quoted. And she basically told the people not to boo Ron DeSantis. And that kind of pissed me off a little bit. On one hand, yeah, let's hear what the fuck he got to say. Right. Let's let's hear him out. But on two, fuck him. On, on, on hand number two, fuck him. Because that same hatred that he has spewed throughout his entire campaign for president and his campaign for governor when he said, let's not monkey this up when he was running against a black man named Andrew Gillum, that same hatred that he spewed is the call is the effect. This is, we're dealing with the effect because he was saying that this is the effect that we have to deal with here in Jacksonville, Florida. This is the same man who has banned diversity, equity, and inclusion at college campuses at public college campuses in Florida. If you have programs that are deemed to, uh, if you're using state funds for diversity, equity, and inclusion programming, that could be your state-funded uh, money going towards your Black Student Union, your Women's Center, your counseling service. That that money he has defunded from public schools. So fuck him. Give them people that money. Give them that million dollars. They need it. Give them that hundred thousand dollars. They need it. But fuck Ron DeSantis and everything that he stand on. And Jacoby Pittman, I'm I'm on the edge of saying fuck you too. But I'm 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 just gonna leave it at that. But I don't know, man. Uh it, it was interesting. The on on one hand, you know, I'm I'm very upset about what happened. I'm sure that the students at that college are, are shaking. Um it could it could have been, like I said earlier, a lot worse. And the thing about mass murders in America. The thing about shootings in America, and this is the truth.
big labia energy. But if I eat a little cheese every day, <laughs> just keep it. It's under. like I have a tolerance. Yeah, for cheese. Good Same job with cats. Your tolerance. Like if I pet a cat every day for the first week or two, I you going to say if I eat a cat a little bit every day, <laughs> starting at the tail I mean, and just ate a little bit, then I'd be fine. But if I didn't eat a cat for three months, I would totally start at the face. Why yeah. would you start at the tail? If someone put a gun to my head and said, "Eat this cat," I'm trying to think of We're an acceptable talking about scenario. A feline, right? <laughs> oh, did you think I was talking about pussy? Maybe it could go there. I don't want to eat a cat. I want to eat a pussy. <laughs> Three days afterwards, it's old news. There's another leading story. We're talking about Trump and his indictment. We're talking, we're talking, we're talking about something else in the news. It's almost like we are so immune to mass murders in this country that it's like, oh, here's another one. And here's y'all five minutes. All right, five minutes up. Let's go on to the next story. That's unfortunate. I think that we need to do something in this country about gun laws. I don't think that there's a reason. I don't give a fuck if you hunt birds, deer. I don't give a fuck. There's no reason for a person to purchase an AR-15. If that 22 can't get it, goddammit, it don't need to be got. How about that? So I, I hope that we see some reform uh, in, the, in the very near future. And I, I hope that uh, change really does happen and I hope that y'all are registered to vote that's the biggest thing and not just necessarily voting in the presidential election but voting on your local level your state levels and then your federal levels make sure that you're registered to vote uh, your state officials your local officials even your federal officials like your president they work for you your vote is you saying I'm hiring you to work for me make sure you're registered to vote and then Florida, like I said, man, Florida has really been floatering, floatering lately. Yeah, I just made that word up. Florida's been on that Florida shit. Uh, <laughs> um, man, was this last week? My, uh, it, it was in the news. An elementary school in Florida. I reported this on uh, what the Florida on the last episode of the Dignified Delinquents, and I'm gonna say it again because it's important. An elementary school in Florida segregated fourth and fifth black students brought them to their own separate assembly because uh the black students didn't test well in the state standardized test and they had go google it the name of the school is bunnell elementary it sits right in the middle of bunnell florida off of us off the corner of us one state road 100 the reason why i noticed so well is because it's my elementary school where i went to school at so when i do that joke about i passed my fcat the first time I'm talking about the test that they call these students in from for. It's not called FCAT. It's another standardized test, but it's essentially the same thing. And if I think that to, to understand the frustration of the parents in this city, you got to kind of understand where the school sits at, right? So in Bunnell, Florida, where the school sits, right next to the school, is is the Bunnell they they'll call them the projects I call it a neighborhood it's the it's Bunnell like like if you say I'm going to Bunnell this is where you're going is these this particular apartment slash housing units is where you're going so you got that that's, that's predominantly black you got Hyman Circle which which are houses around it that's predominantly black you got uh, houses up and down the street by Carver Gym all predominantly black you go across the track. Across the track is predominantly black. You go to uh, Espanola. Espanola is predominantly black. You got the Mondes out there, which isn't necessarily predominantly black, but it's it, it's it's not your typical white person. Maybe maybe Trump supporter ish. I don't know, but it's it's not your Beverly Hills type of white, right? I went to Bunnell Elementary because I lived in the Z section, and the Z section was zoned for Bunnell Elementary. So imagine all that predominantly black blackness I just talked about going to this one school and still at this school when I was there for sure. I'm not sure if it changed, but I would have a class of 25 students and it would only be two or three black people in the class. This school that's in this predominantly black neighborhood. 
that shows you the population. I'm not sure what it looks like now, but back then the population of black to to white at that school was very low. And they called these kids into the assembly and basically told them, if y'all don't pass y'all test, y'all ain't going to do shit with your lives, which is, which is crazy. But I think of, I think back to when I was in third grade, I had a teacher named Miss Corona who uh, was, I don't know if it was her first year teaching overall, but it was definitely her first year teaching at that school. She wasn't there the next year. I had a teacher named Miss Corona. I've always been a very quiet student. I've never, never really interrupted people. People say my name wrong. They call me Jarrell. I never corrected them. Um, I, I, but I, I got my work. I understood what I was doing. I wasn't the best speller. I still ain't. But I, 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 I had a grasp for my work. Um, I think because of my quietness and my shyness, Miss Corona took that as me not getting it, me being intimidated of the work, whatever. I remember. One day at the blue, all of my class went to their special area. Special area back then was, you know, it could be PE, could be art, could be music, could be computer lab. You go to special area and then that the teacher get a break. You go with another teacher. I got I got held back, held back in my classroom and literally just walked across the hall to another class where we did additional work. And it was me and students from from other classrooms in my grade. And if it was 25 students that was held in this special class, uh, 22 of us was black. Now, I'm fucking excited because this is the most black people in one class I've ever seen at this school. Like I just said, I can be in a class of 25 and there only be two or three black kids in it. So for it to be reversed, I'm fucking loving this shit. I'm seeing black kids who I'd never even talked to because this is elementary school and we don't mix and mingle like that. Maybe at recess, but you're going to play with people from your class. And they had us in there doing like notebook work, extra work. And I was confused because I'm like, we already learned this. Like, I, I, like this is, this is, this, okay. I'm finishing my shit early. I never told my parents that they have put me into that class. I'm not sure they had that conversation, granted, with my parents, and my parents signed off. My mama said she don't remember that. I'm sure that they would have had that conversation with me as a child. Like, hey, they say you're struggling. Here's what they say you're struggling on. Never happened. So I, I'm, I'm almost certain they did not tell my parents that they were putting me in a special class, uh, replacing my special area with a special class. And... <laughs> I remember um, one one of the lessons that the lady was teaching us, Miss Corona, was how to round. And this sticks with me to this day because of how stupid it was. Like, rounding is easy. Anything five or more, you round to the next whole number. So if it's 45, that's 50. If it's 44, damn it, that goes down to 40. Rounding is easy. That concept I grasped. When she grasped, y'all heard me fuck that word up. When she said, think of rounding that shooting a basketball and she did it with one hand and was like five or more goes up, that fucked me up because you shoot a basketball with two hands. You don't just shoot with one hand. I mean, you can, but the likelihood of it going in ain't that high. You need two hands. You need to get that ball. You know what I mean? You need, you need two. So I never got the concept of rounding up from her. And I think that's probably why they put me in that class because I was, I was determined like, bitch, that ain't how you round because that ain't how you shoot a basketball. I ended up having to prove myself. And the next year when I went to fourth grade, I saw about 10% of the kids that was in that special class with the additional people. They were really in the special class then. Like it was like five of them walking with two teachers going to lunch by themselves. I was like, oh shit. They thought your boy was, ooh, like, nah, let me show y'all motherfuckers. I can count an ad for real. Hold on. Shit, nah, y'all, y'all try to put a nigga on the bus with a nose on it. Hold on, <laughs> wait a minute. But, but I say that to say, as a kid, I never, I never really understood, like in that moment, what they were trying to say, and they never gave me like the additional help. I guess that class was supposed to be that, but it wasn't. To like, hey, what is it that you're working on? It was never the teacher's fault. Although, granted, that fourth grade year, she wasn't there. So I, I'm not surprised by my school 
doing that to fourth and fifth graders, black fourth and fifth graders, even the ones who pass, telling them essentially if you don't pass, you ain't going to do shit with your life. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, one, because of the county that I'm from. Flagler County is a uh, tradition. Flagler County was the last county in Florida to desegregate. That's the first thing. It was the last county in the state of Florida to desegregate. And uh, looking back as an adult now, seeing what I thought was acceptable, because that's just what they did here. People riding around with the Confederate monument flag, flag flying, out the, flying out the back of their truck. I just thought that's what they did there. I remember being young and riding riding our bikes through the neighborhood of the Z section and seeing KKK spray painted on the on the curb and we got the fuck up out of there. We we knew like okay, that hey, y'all daddy, they got some KKK shit sprayed over there off a of, off of Zoloft Street. <laughs> and he's like, Don't y'all take your ass over there to Zoloft Street. So I'm not surprised, man. Florida, Florida is going to Florida. Florida has been floridering, and Florida is going to continue to florida if you sit back and just watch florida florida so (laughs) um what else i got for y'all this week uh so i i um i'm just gonna get this one last little grief off then we're gonna talk about some other shit hold on i'm comedian david race in los angeles i host a celebrity filled paranormal talk show like no other monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions you won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show i guarantee you'll like monstrosity or you get your time back go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look all right so this this is just a PSA to everybody. Uh don't just read the headline and take it to be news. Do your own research, okay? Don't just read the headline and take it to be news. Do your own research. I ain't got to expound much on that. I think that we are in a lazy time period where we would just read the headlines. And granted, I think that I'm in a unique position because of of what I do for work one, what I got my degree in two, and I was always I was taught to, you know, read the full context of the story. But we live in a lazy time period where people would take the headline and run with that as the story as fact. They ain't got time to watch the 16 minute video. They ain't got time to read the three minute article. They ain't got time to click on the three minute article to see if it's even from a rep- replicable source. I heard try to have to slow that word down. Replicable source y'all know what the fuck i'm saying so take take your time and read that there was a lot of fake stories <laughs> going around recently and 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 my people my black community we kind of got succumbed into a lot of that craziness so <laughs> so take your time read the headline before you fucking Make a thought, opinion, a repost, a retweet, uh, uh, reshare before you do any of that shit. Read the headline. Because y'all thought Steve Harvey's wife was out here cheating. She might be, just not with the security guard and the cook. Okay? Y'all thought there was a Beyonce law, which that one that one fooled me a little bit too. But I had to go, I had to go Google that shit. The Michael Jackson law. I had to go Google that one. <laughs> so so please be do your due diligence. Do it for yourself. Read the fucking uh, article in its entirety or watch the video in its entirety so you can know what the fuck is going on. Because if not, you're going to look crazy out here. And speaking about looking crazy out here, um, how, how do y'all feel? The ones the ones that got baited and switched by Kiki Palmer. How, how y'all feel? Y'all all right? Y'all doing good? I th- I think here here here's the truth of why this works, right? This is why the strawberry letter on the Steve Harvey show works. This is why uh spill it to ye works. This is why any show where people call in or write in and tell their business, this is why love them or leave them works. I think that people this is this is also why 
reality TV works, right? Reality TV works perfectly because of this reason. Anytime you can take an escape away from your own reality and judge somebody else, you're going to take it. Anytime you can escape your own reality and judge somebody else, you're going to do it. That's why the strawberry letter works. You sitting there listening to Shirley Strawberry read those letters <laughs> and and you 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 judge them people and you probably ended off like, ooh, I ain't that crazy. Ooh, my man ain't that bad. Ooh, my girl ain't that bad. Ooh, I ain't got to deal. At least I ain't got to deal with that. You watch reality TV shows like 90 Day Fiance and be like, ooh, at least, at least I found my person in America. At least, you know, like that, that's the reason why those shows work. It gives you, it allows you to separate from your reality into theirs. And you can watch that guilt-free judgment applied and then not have to deal with your bullshit. And Kiki Palmer baited switch y'all asses. And, not, and if, you, if you go back and watch, if you, if you just pay attention, at not one point did Kiki Palmer say that she and that dude broke up. <laughs> not not a one moment did she say that she broke up with that fella. Not 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 never. People just assumed, and people were so invested in Kiki's part. Like I don't see how people get invested in celebrities' lives. Like they wipe your ass. The they wipe their ass the same way you wipe yours. They are people under all that makeup, under all that money, under all that clothes, name brand clothes, people just like you. The same way you take your girl back or your man back after they say and do some bullshit is the same way they take their person back after they say and do some bullshit. Like people just just disassociate reality from celebrities sometimes. It's like, no, they are people too. How you, how they keep getting back together? They keep going back together. The same way you with the same man that they had six kids on you. That's how. <laughs> okay? That, that's how. Simple. The same way you can't let that no good nigga go or that nasty ass woman go. The same way you keep going back, they keep going back. Put your put put them in your shoes. I think I think it was fucking brilliant what Kiki Palmer did. Um to not to not even address not even address the elephant in the room of are we still together and if you are a person in your right mind you would think like they just had a baby together they gotta be around it like they are not they they probably live together they like they got a whole it's a whole fucking thing and kiki pocketed off of it and i'm not mad at them i'm not mad at at one bit I will say, like, where I'm not a reality TV person, like, I don't necessarily watch a lot of reality TV. I watch 90 Day Fiance and stuff like that, but I ain't going too crazy into into it. I don't know the characters and all that shit. I will say uh, the show Insecure had me hooked. The show Insecure had me hooked, and it, it caused me... Not a lot of my time because my wife and I, we watched it together. Uh, but I, I was in those conversations. I was in them trenches of, you know, nah, you said that's fucked up. Nah, there's nothing third. <laughs> I, I was in them streets. And recently, recently, Strong Black Lead, which is a Netflix affiliate, Strong Black Lead put out a poll not even a poll. They they proposed the question. Strong Black Lee proposed the question. Are you Team Daniel, Team Nathan, or Team Lawrence? Strong Black Lee proposed that. And I took that question, I put it to a poll. And on the poll that I did, a majority of the people, about 57%, said that they were Team Lawrence. But you had other percentages, which, you know, was interesting to see, said that they were either Team Daniel or Team Nathan. And if you don't, if you've never seen Insecure, this section ain't going to make sense to you. But I, I literally did some thinking and I was not necessarily evaluating the people who liked the post, 
or who who voted on the post. But then I did some digging and some research, like looking at people who use the hashtag Team Lawrence, Team Daniel, Team whatever, and like just analyzing they they statuses, they posts, like what what kind of, like trying to get a feel for the kind of person that they were. I did my research. This is just my evaluation of those people. All right. So <laughs> if you are Team Daniel. You cheated before and justified it in your head. People may refer to you as the hot-headed friend or the friend that's likely to pop off at any given moment. Emotionally, you are a little unstable and really are on the quest of figuring out who you are. If you aren't currently single, you want to be single or you should be single. You like to have fun. Usually, you're the life of the party. Your mood influences those around you. And if somebody was to borrow money from you, like you would give them an expected return date. And if they didn't give you your money back, you the type of person who would sue a friend. You would take their ass to small claims court for your money and then want to be friends after you sued them. That's that's what team Daniel embodies. Right. Based off of my research, if you team Nathan. If you team Nathan, you often make big decisions and then later you have remorse about those decisions. You go buy a car. You got buyer's remorse immediately when you drop off the lot. Like, God damn it, why did I buy this Honda Civic? <laughs> you got <laughs> you got buyer's remorse immediately. You probably put others before you often at the expense of your own happiness and your mental health. You don't really enjoy conflict and rather not and you much rather go alone to get alone. Out of out of your friend group, you're probably the most chill. Now, if someone was to borrow money from you and they didn't pay you back, instead of talking to the person who borrowed the money, you would talk to somebody else about that person and hope that that person said something to them on your behalf. That's team Nathan. Now, if you team Lawrence, if you are team Lawrence, you love love and love the thought of being in love. You aren't an instigator, but you aren't just going to sit there and let anybody run over you. You typically don't act out of impulse, and you probably aren't the spontaneous one in any relationship or friendship. There are very few people that you will listen to for advice, but you feel like you do a good job of picking good friends. You don't mind picking a side and defending your side, but the right person, usually the person that you're in love with, can easily influence you to switch your mind. People, when it comes to borrow money, people wouldn't even, they would know not to even ask you for money. And you know, if you team Lawrence, if somebody asks you for money, they really need it. Now you're going to want your shit back. But if they didn't pay you back, you ain't going to lose no sleep over it. You just would know, I ain't going to give them no goddamn money again in the future. That's that's just my rationale in my head. If, if, I'm, if I'm close, y'all let me know. Because I, I think I did pretty goddamn good. So if you team Lawrence, team daniel or team nathan put it in the comments and let me know if i was close with with my goddamn evaluation because I, I feel like i was pretty pretty right right there <laughs> oh man so we getting ready to to travel getting ready to hit the road i'm gonna drop i think um one of those weeks, I'm gonna drop a, an episode with uh, with the with the group from Atlanta as I didn't find the link was episode that week because obviously we won't be able to record that week. And then I don't know what I'm gonna do for just Jerry. I, th- I might I don't want to pre-record it though. I don't like pre-recording that far in, in advance, so I might use an interview or one of those exclusives that week. That's just this is just me talking through it with y'all. I had a um a busy day at work today so today is monday for me recording this if y'all hearing this on wednesday and uh if you know or if you don't know i work in marketing communications and i i often refer to my job as baseball i'm an outfielder in baseball for a majority of the game nothing's happening we got a great fucking pitcher who is striking these motherfuckers out nothing happens majority of the time but when the fly ball comes my way god damn it i gotta move and with everything that's happening in jacksonville especially the um the the racist white supremacists who went inside that dollar tree and killed those three innocent people 
52-year-old, 19-year-old, and a 29-year-old. That's a fly ball headed my way. So I'm like, ah, I got to work. Like, I got to go. Other than that, my my work would be pretty chill. So I had a long day. But I was thinking, (laughs) I, (laughs) I was like, I'd much rather be doing this. I'd much rather this be... Not necessarily a, a, a cause of stress because it's not it's it's stressful work, but it's not stressing me out. I much rather this be what I do opposed to what I used to do. I used to work in a nursing home. I, not only did I work at a nursing home, I worked in the memory care side of the nursing home. And let me fix that. I used to work at an assistant living facility. And not only did I work at an assistant living facility, I worked on the memory care unit side of the assistant living facility. And if you don't know what an assistant living facility is, uh, a lot of them, they are they are layered. So you have independent living. And those are the people who probably ain't got no kids in town. Kids can't be home to watch them. They consolidated their house. They don't need a lot of space. They got their own place. They live completely independent. They still got a car. They still come and go as they please. At some facilities, though, they got like little houses and cottages out the way they cook by themselves. They do whatever. Typically what happens and then and then you got the assistant living side. The assistant living is exactly what it sounds like. They need assistance living. They need assistance with their living. Plain and simple. They might need you to cook for them, do their laundry. Uh, some of them might need to be changed. Some of them probably can't walk. They need to be rolled and dressed. Some of them probably got to shower them. It's assistant living. Exactly what it sounds like. And then the third tier, which is where I was working at, is the memory care side. And that's exactly what the fuck it sounds like. Uh, those are the patients where, uh, with dementia, uh, early onset Alzheimer's. I probably said that word wrong, but it's all right. Um, and they need all the assistance from the assistant living side. Plus, they ain't going to remember who the fuck you is when you come back in here tomorrow. <laughs> And a majority of them, uh, you know, they, they, some of them are nonverbal at that point. Some of them can't take themselves to the restroom, not all, but some can't take themselves to the restroom. So it's, 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 it's tough work. And typically what happens is they be independent living and then they fall one too many times out there in independent living, break their hip or something. Then they got to come in to the assistant living side because now it's deemed that you need assistant living. You need assistance with your living. And then when they do an assistant living, they, they, they wake up seven too many times looking for their car saying that they got to go to work. They, they, they ask you 15 too many times what time they son and their daughter coming back and where are they? And then they be deemed, okay, you need more than assistant living. You got to go to memory care. And then that's when they came to the back where I was in the memory care unit. <clears throat> and I, I say, I say this, man, I don't think that that should be anyone's long-term career, especially the memory care unit side, the assistant living side. You can do that long-term. You can be a nurse out there or whatever. But in the memory care side, I think that doing doing and saying and repeating yourself every day messes with your psyche and your memory because <laughs> you got to kind of, you know, meet them where they at. You might be changing diapers and giving showers and it'll 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 fuck with your head. I ain't gonna lie to you. There was a resident. Um, her name was Helen, Miss Helen. And Miss Helen was my dog. She is a black lady. Miss Helen was about 86 years old. She is from New York. She is a police officer in New York. Uh, skinny lady. Uh, she she was verbal, but she'll you you'll lose her real quick. She'll she'll lose you. You you'll be with her then she, then she gone. Like oh shit, what happened? Where you? Okay, god damn it, you gone. Come on, whenever you come back, I'm gonna be here. And and she ain't take no mess. Then you had another black lady. Her name was Miss Naomi. Miss Naomi had a son named Leon. Leon would come and get his mama every day, Sunday, every Sunday for church. She knew that he was coming every Sunday for church. She will tell you, you, you is Leon there. Leon said he was coming to get me today. Sunday ain't 
Like, yes, Miss yes, Miss Naomi, it is Sunday. Okay, I'm going to sit right here till Leon comes. Nah, don't touch me. I'm going to sit right here till Leon comes. Then you like, all right, well, you sit right there till Leon comes. And then three minutes go by. Yoo-hoo! Hey, mister, you. You know, if Leon come, like, yeah, she come, he coming, Miss. You got to constantly repeat yourself. And while trying to work with maybe 17 other residents, it, it can be a lot on the brain. But but one of the craziest days, man, sometimes when you're in um when you're when you're in that state, you you come and you go. Like they have these things called um sundowners where when the like during the day you'll be fine. The sun go down, everything leaves. And I remember I was talking, having a great conversation with Miss Helen. This is the police uh, officer from New York, 86 years old badass ain't take no shit all her hair was gone except for like back here and she, she would she would try to put it in a little ponytail hold on to what little bit she had i remember i was sitting in the dining room folding clothes and miss helen was sitting there and she was she was helping she was hurting more than she was helping but she was helping and she was having a conversation and she was telling me about you know life in new york as a police officer and how, you know, she was one of the first black women on on her staff and how, you know, she helped put away some of the biggest criminals and some of the crime that she saw. And, you know, New York has changed since she's been there and her siblings. She had six siblings and she was one of the youngest ones. Her parent, her grandparents were slaves. She was telling me this this great, you know, history she was giving me this great history so much so that i wasn't paying attention because i was so caught up into her story that i didn't notice miss ronchelle finna fall so i told miss helen i said miss helen hold on wait one second let me go let me go catch miss ronchelle before she hit the ground i went and caught miss ronchelle put her back in the chair came back sat down with miss helen and said miss helen now you were telling me that you had six siblings and she looked at me and she said siblings honey i'm the only child And I was I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so I was like, well, what about your time with the New York Police Department? Police? I ain't never worked for no police. I was a cook. Oh shit. <laughs> so I ain't know what was true and what was not true. I had to get the hell out of that line of work. Now they fired me, but that's neither here nor there. But I, I will say if you have friends or family who's in that line of work, um, support them, man, because that's, that's not an easy feat. That's not an easy feat. All right, let me get the hell up out of here. Y'all uh, <laughs> hope y'all enjoyed this episode of just Jerry. Uh, make sure that y'all like comment, subscribe, Oh shit, that was funny. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Uh new episode come out every Wednesday. Then follow the link was episode dropping um this weekend, Lord's willing. And pray for Florida, man. Hurricane coming and all kind of crazy stuff happening, especially with our bitch ass governor who's running for president. His name is Ron DeSantis. Um Song of the Week, I think it's fitting. I think it's very fitting this week. And I ain't gonna even draw it out any longer song of the week america trick daddy it's supposed to be the land of the free on gi count me in oh america oh america yeah. <laughs> america America, sweet land of liberty, y'all. I'm doing this one for the trouble. And every bad doing brother, sister, daddy, your mother, who living in the gutter. You want better cars and a better heart. Another star, yo, hung y'all in a place to park. You want a trusting wife and a better life. A bigger crib and a home cooked meal. Here a single night. Hell, you feel what you're going through. But I could have warned you when it's time to be a man. Do all you can, see other lands and don't be living for the 
other man. Take time out and set it in. Be the better man. And close with watch your friends and then you'll understand. I look, I look better than. But on the other hand, you so stubborn. Can you be started? And ever since you made president, we ain't even seen you since. You need to, you need to build our schools, rebuild our church and home, and stop killing my own kind and leave my earth alone. And stop, stop tapping my phone and searching my brawn and keep your personal feelings home when you better my phone. Do it for the weekend strong and it eats his own. Do it for the main goals when all the pieces are gone. Who ain't missed the beat? Do it for the deaf and the blind and those who 